we're back. Episode six, technically, although episode three, the video didn't come out so good, but you can catch episode three on podcast form. So it's already posted on Spotify. I'm working on getting it posted in other formats like Apple and all that stuff. So I'm working on it, but this is episode six and I wanted to come on and talk about a little bit about competition in your area. So it may, this may not pertain to everybody because I know there's a lot of blood centers out there that don't necessarily have competition, but mine does. Um, So, but before I get into it, uh, the reason why this video came about is because one of my colleagues, shout out to Suzanne, uh, she's a little bit newer and we had a little bit of time. I was in the office working on some stuff and she was kind of sitting on a desk behind me and she kind of like just in earnest, like she asked me like, her <laughs> okay, so it's going to bring, this is going to be two stories. So she asked me about how I booked uh, the holy shit accounts. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She's like, how do you get the holy shit accounts on the books? And her kind of being a newer rep, like I, I saw what she was doing. Like she was trying to pick my brain a little bit to see she's she might like see me having a little bit of success and she's kind of thinking to herself, like, how can I get to where he's at? So she went on to explain that she used to work at before she worked at the blood bank, she sold uh, timeshares out in Palm Springs, uh, which is a, a dirty business to get into, but very difficult cutthroat kind of sales job. But she told me a story about how, you know, they, they only made money when you sold like the holy shit package. Like anybody can sell a timeshare, but in order to like get money from it, you really got to be kind of upselling. So. I think she looked at some of the drives that I had and just like, how is he booking the holy shit drives? And I'm just booking these smaller drives. So when when she told me that story, it kind of brought back memories of my own. So as I previously mentioned in the intro video, I used to work in cell phone sales a long time ago uh, prior to working at the blood center. And there was a time where I saw an employee from another store who was doing really, really well. Like his numbers are incredible. Um, his accessory rate was through the roof. And I asked him one time, I was like, hey man, I was just like, you're, you're doing really well. I wanna be good like you. You know, tell me your secret. Like, what are you, what are you doing that's yielding so, so much success? And I'll never forget, he told me, I just seized the opportunity. That was what he told me. It was very vague and mysterious. And I and I walked away and I was just like, what? <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you mean you seize the opportunity? Well, later on down the road, we find out he, he ended up getting let go because he was doing some shady stuff. So when Suzanne asked me, how do I book the holy shit blood drives? Um, all of those memories kind of came back and I'm like, I'm not gonna duck this question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer the question as best as I can. And the truth is hard work. Um, There's just a lot of work that goes into it and it's not gonna happen overnight. Like I know when you come in as as an account manager to a new blood center, maybe you haven't done this work before, you, you just have a lot of like, I'm gonna kill it. Like I'm gonna crush it. I'm gonna come in with so much energy and enthusiasm. But 
the truth is like it really takes a long time it takes a long time to start building those relationships uh, meaningful relationships where people want to work with you so the best kind of answer that i can give her is like this did not happen overnight like i'm going on year five at the blood center in a couple days in about a week or two i'm gonna be my fifth year anniversary so how I got to where I'm at now literally took, you know, five years of, of building blocks in order to get to the situation. So um, to break it down, like even further, I told her that there was a lot of work that kind of happened around the edges. So pause right there. How does that feel? How does that fit in with competition? The reason why I'm so aggressive and why I got to where I'm at is because the competition in our area is crazy, especially my territory. It doesn't affect all the reps, but um, for me specifically, okay, I got, so Livestream is the, the primary blood center in my area. We service primarily most of the hospitals where I'm at, but I have other blood centers kind of eating around the edges. American Red Cross, huge. They're huge out here. Big, difficult uh, organization to compete with. Really strong, pretty much presence everywhere. Really good brand recognition for their name. UCI, University of Irvine, University of California, Irvine, has their own blood center for the medical center. And they have blood mobiles that go out and collect blood. San Diego Blood Bank is another one. Huge blood center just south of where we're at. And sometimes they kind of creep into our area a little bit. So that's three. Um, Cedar sinai Hospital. They have a blood mobile that they bring out and do blood drives. City of Hope, number five. That's another blood center that we're competing with. Although because of the pandemic, um, they, I think their mobile program pretty much stopped for the time being. Although if you work at City of Hope, you correct me. But okay, so I'm dealing with City of Hope. And there's some other like ancillary ones like uh, Huntington Hospital, the Children's Hospital. Um, all of these are kind of L.A. based, but they're out there. Right. So it's not like it's just me. So what is that? Seven. And there's there's like West Coast Blood Center, but that's a little bit farther out. That's kind of more than Thousand Oaks area and also Vitalant. So like our, our own affiliate is kind of in our area, too. So. Like was that nine? Like there's nine different blood centers out in this area that I'm that I'm dealing with. So I kind of took inventory of how can I possibly compete with this? Like what is going to set myself apart? And the answer is hard work. You just got to put yourself out there. I did early on. I did a lot of networking events. I went to a ton of chamber mixers. Um, rotary meetings just getting myself kind of and you don't got to meet everybody at once you know what i'm saying you just got to show up and show your face talk to one person and that's what i mean when i say like you're kind of working around the edges so it gets to a point where it's less like somebody's interested in doing a blood drive well you know somebody who knows somebody me because you met me at a chamber mixer one time. So that's kind of how, how we got there. So 
the reason why she asked me about it is because the the weekend before I I had this sit down with Suzanne, um, I had a pretty big church blood drive that ran. I think I had him in for a hundred units. I think they ended up doing ninety eight. So it was a really really successful drive. We didn't hit goal, but we we got damn close. But so she's like, how do I book a hundred unit drive like that? And I'm like, man, I've been trying to get into that church forever. Like it just it just now happened, but. All she's seeing is kind of like the result, but she didn't she doesn't realize that like it took months and months and months of work to get to where I'm at. I had to talk to people who attend the church. Um, there were some staff members that worked at Livestream that attend the church that spoke to the pastor. Um, just various different phone calls. I've I've talked to many different people who work at the church and we were kind of just always you know, circling around it, but we were never ever to get to the point where we had a confirmed drive in the books. They were interested, but not willing to commit. And it wasn't until recently because of the pandemic, um, they finally kind of came around. And one of the contacts that I was talking to reached out and she said, we're ready to do it. Let's, let's move forward. But again, the groundwork for that drive was laid you know, years ago when, when I first met some people that attended that church or worked at that church. So how do you deal with competition in your area? You outwork them. Because there's no way, there's no way that all these other blood centers are going to be showing up to all the chamber mixers and all the networking events that I'm going to show up to. There's no way. So because of that, I'm always going to be in front. I'm always going to have one step ahead of you because I'm always going to know somebody before you do. You're going to send out an email and, you know, maybe they'll bite on it, but it's just a lot different when you actually know somebody, you met them, you spoke to them a few times, you've become kind of cordial. It's hard. Like it is hard, guys. Like, believe me, I did not want to wake up and drive out to these chamber events and have breakfast with total strangers. I totally get that that is awkward and uncomfortable and not something that a lot of people want to do, but that's what you got to do to be successful. So I've met a few uh, folks who work at other blood centers and they don't necessarily have um, another like competition in their area, but but I do. So so I feel like other blood centers that with no other like competition in the area, they kind of have it easy. You, you have the market pretty much to yourself. But out here in SoCal, it is rough. It is really difficult. And um, you just got to you got to outwork them. That's all I can say. You just work harder. But um, that's it. That's kind of all I wanted to say for this episode. Um, if you like what you're seeing, shoot me a like, shoot me a follow and send me a message, comment, whatever. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donor Recruiters, on TikTok at Donor Recruiters. I kind of chopped these videos up and been putting them on TikTok and of course, YouTube, Instagram. But uh, thank you guys very much for, for taking the time and I will see you on the next one. Um, thanks for watching.